Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. Good afternoon for Jim Smalley. I'm Drew Posty. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Farmers and those in the ag industry are sharing their stories with pride today as they mark Canada's Agriculture Day. The national event is highlighted by a conference in Ottawa and several regional activities across the country. One of them is agriculture students at the University of Saskatchewan handing out copies of the publication The Real Dirt on Farming. Executive Director of Farm and Food Care Saskatchewan Clinton Monchuk will also address a special luncheon in Lloyd Minister. CW, CJWW Ag Director Neil Billinger spoke with Clinton earlier today. And the idea behind it is to celebrate agriculture here in Canada and kind of show a little bit of pride back to the agriculture industry, the farmers, and kind of get out into the public how everybody's really involved in agriculture because we all eat food. There's events across the country. We'll start in, in Ottawa because that's where the main events are taking place. Yes. Farm Credit's hosting a big event in Ottawa that's going to draw in a lot of different industry people into the capital city and, and have different politicians and consumers groups be a part of this to celebrate the fact that we definitely here in Canada have a very strong and, and prominent agriculture sector when one in eight jobs are dependent on uh, the agriculture industry. Is it good to remind consumers just once in a while uh, what uh, happens on, on the farm? It's kind of interesting because I think sometimes as, as a farming industry we get a little complacent uh, not talking about our industry, but yet when you talk to farmers there's definitely a strong sense of pride of, of what you do and the food you produce. So there's always an opportunity to talk to consumers uh, about the food that we produce and make sure that they understand the level of pride that we have in our food. And, and sometimes those little conversations at the... Uh, produce section or the meat section in your local grocery store are those conversations that consumers need to have to, again, show that support and, and that trust in Canada's food system. We're just uh, chatting with you uh, prior to an event going on in Lloydminster that you're attending. Tell us about that. I'm excited to be out in Lloydminster today and, and talking with local farmers and agriculture industry as well as consumer people that are coming in for the uh, AgriVision conference uh, here in Lloydminster. And, and one of the things that getting back to the general public is to show that there's a lot of trust within the agriculture system. And, and what we try and do with Farm and Food Care Saskatchewan is to try and increase that public trust when it comes to the food system. And again, coming back to the idea of, you know, we all produce food in, in uh, the agriculture industry, but we're more than that. If you look at the communities that our farmers support, we're also involved in church groups or in uh, the coach hockey, and, and we can relate to consumers on a different level. And that's one of the things that, you know, I'm trying to get out and make sure that our farmers are actively engaged in, in talking about their stories, but also relating to them on personal levels to make sure their story actually, uh, we share a value and, and get across our message to consumers. And here in Saskatoon, uh, students at the College of Agriculture and Bioresources at the University of Saskatchewan are also marking the occasion. What are they doing? 
They're definitely spearheading things by handing out our real dirt on farming, Saskatchewan Digest, which highlights exactly what farmers here in Saskatchewan are doing. So it's an opportunity to show other university students exactly how involved our Saskatchewan farmers are in producing the food that they're eating. Again, to make that connection to show regular consumers the pride that we have in our food system. Clinton Monchuk is the executive director of Farm and Food Care Saskatchewan. Canada's Agriculture Day also has a very strong social media component with people posting pictures and messages on Twitter. The Water Security Agency has issued the largest drainal approval in the province's history. 73 landowners who are responsible for more than 18,000 acres of a single drainage network all received drainage approval under one permit. Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart says landowners coming together in co- cooperation rather is something that is good for everyone. From experience as a farmer, that's quite a feat. Obviously, uh, they'd had some issues in the past and they were ready to uh, cooperate together to, to solve them. And it's uh, uh, very encouraging and it's good, for, it's good for agriculture, it's good for the province, good for the environment. The Water Security Agency says by including 30 gated structures, controlled release of flows will throttle spring runoff to the equivalent of a one to two year flow rate. Prime Minister Trudeau was careful not to push the wrong buttons in his meeting with U.S. President Donald Trump earlier this week. Former Agriculture Minister Jerry Ritz is now on the opposition trade critic. In an interview with RealAgriculture.com, Ritz says the Prime Minister was not to steer clear of any divisive issues. From experience as a farmer, that's quite a feat. Well, I think the first rule in any initial meeting like this, as I said, this is a, a prearranged uh, first date in a in a an organized marriage uh, politically. Uh, but having said that, I mean the first rule is do no harm, and I think that's exactly what happened. Nothing got done, but he did no harm. Uh, that's not a bad thing. The unfortunate part is we still have no definition of what tweak means. Uh, NAFTA isn't being torn up north of the border, which is a good thing. But at the end of the day, uh, does tweak mean our dairy industry is under duress? Uh, I think that's a a given. With the U.S. pulling out of uh, the TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership, I think they'll redirect that access that they were granted under the TPP framework uh, into something that will be part of NAFTA moving forward. That's going to be a tough one. Ritz noted that NAFTA has been adjusted 11 times since it went into effect almost a quarter of a century ago. United States, states of the United States, uh, Canada's their number one trading partner, 13 more, it's number two. So there's a tremendous amount of product, uh, two to two and a half billion dollars a day goes back and forth across our shared border. A lot of it is agricultural product, and that's not going to stop. We still rely on the U.S. for 70% of our beef processing. Uh, half of our pork disappears out of the country, and then we buy some of it back. So, you know, there's, there's tremendous corridors that have been developed business to business. I, I think the rationale, if you're going to go head-to-head, administration to administration, you're never going to win. What you have to do is, is similar to what we did in country of origin labeling fights, was get the American industry on side. And that's certainly something that needs to be done in a pragmatic way, very very quickly, uh, before the administration in Washington gets ahead of all of the business groups on both sides of the border. The meeting between Prime Minister Trudeau and President Trump was described as cordial. They may not enjoy the bromance that Trudeau and Barack Obama did, but Ritz isn't too concerned about that. You know, we were all entertained by the bromance between Trudeau and Obama, but it delivered absolutely nothing. Um, Trump has already come out and said, Keystone XL is on. He's going to move forward on on resource with Canada. That's good. Uh, that, you know, that means that we should be talking hard about softwood lumber and, you know, talking about uh, you can't cherry pick our resources. You, you know, you've got to make a deal on, on all of it writ large. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, we've, we've seen some moves from 
the incoming president that are Canada-friendly, regardless of what he's going to tweak in NAFTA. We've already seen some assurances that he recognizes the strong business ties. Um, You know, his his Secretary of State is is a businessman, as is Trump, and they understand the deals that need to be made. Tremendous amount of investments have been made by United States uh, American companies into Canada and vice versa. Uh, We're very much integrated when you look at the grain trade, when you look at the beef trade, the pork trade, even our resource sectors, uh, a tremendous amount of investment back and forth. So that all has to be safeguarded, and I think uh, President Trump, being the businessman he is, has a real eye on that. Uh, He's a deal-maker. And, uh, you know, we don't want to be the deal breaker. You can hear the entire interview with Tory opposition trade critic Jerry Ritz at realagriculture.com. The market update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Looking at grain prices this morning, Durham is unchanged at 281.36. Feed barley unchanged at 134.14. Canola is down $1.50 to 490.22. Flax unchanged at 480.55. Oats is up 49 cents to 181.32. Yellow peas unchanged at $312. Feed wheat also unchanged at 136.48. And number one red spring wheat is up 65 cents to $244.73. The Livestock Report on the Source 620 CKRM. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Hartman Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, February the 15th. Weather warmed up and guys are hauling cattle. Big run here today. 2,800 in the sort with 350 cows and bulls, a total of 3,150 for the day. D1, D2 cows, 85 to 95, sales to 97. D3 cows, 75 to 85. Good bulls, $1 to $1.10, sales to $1.12. In the feeder market today, steers seem to be steady. Heifers seem to be just a bit off from last week. Some highlights on the steer side, 400-pound steers, 232. 500 pounders, 220. 600 pound steers, 193. My favorite pen, 700 pound steers, 185. 800 pound steers, 170. And 950 pound steers, 156. On the heifer side, 550 pounders, 177. 650 pound heifers, 163. 700 pound heifers, 159. And 800 pound heifers, 155. Next week, pre-sort is full. Due to the family day holiday on Monday, February the 20th, we are closed on that Monday, but pre-sorting only on Tuesday. Our next bread cow sale and replacement pen of five heifers will be Friday, March the 3rd. More details later on. Last Friday, we had a sheep lamb goat sale, and what a day it was. Listen up, you guys. 70 to 90-pound lambs, 217 to 240. 90 to 115-pound lambs, $2 to 226. Good call ewes, 125 to 162. We had some bread ewes, $210 to $285 apiece. We had some pears, $230, they topped out at $355 if they had twins on the side. Goats, 60 to 100-pound goats, $185 to $220 apiece. Good breeding goats. Billy goats, $272 to $290 apiece. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Enjoy your long weekend, everyone. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Thursday, February 16th. Hams sold 5,500 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 174 to 176 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 heads, selling in a range of 175 to 177 per CKG. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of 48 to $55 per CKG live weight. Cash hogs today are called steady to $1 higher, while lean hogs are trading mostly lower and the Canadian dollar is up. 20 basis points trading at 0.7663 cents U.S. Cash hogs yesterday were up 42 cents per hundred weight, while the cutout was up 10 cents per hundred weight. Packer margins are currently estimated at $25 per head black. 
Weekly U.S. export sales were light, down 25% from the four-week average. Lean hog futures have experienced high volatility as the long-term demand outlook remains uncertain. Jim Smalley's Agri-Weather on The Source, 620 CKRM. Mainly cloudy skies today reaching a high of 6. Clearing late this evening, wind southwest at 30 kilometers an hour with a low of plus 1. Increasing cloudiness early tomorrow morning, wind southwest at 30 kilometers an hour, high plus 4, low minus 4. Sunshine for Saturday, high plus 2, low minus 3. Cloudy on Sunday with a 30% chance of showers and a high of plus 4 and a low again on the plus side of plus 1. Cloudy on Monday, 40% chance of showers, high plus 5, low minus 9. A mix of sun and cloud for Tuesday and a high of minus 1. The normal high this time of year is around minus 6 and the normal low is around minus 18, so temperatures very unseasonably warm. The sun rose at 8.08 this morning and will set at 6.17 this evening. Around the province right now, Saskatoon is 6, Prince Albert plus 2, Swift Current in the double digits at 10, Estevan plus 4, Weyburn plus 3, and Yorkton is also sitting at plus 4. In Moose Jaw right now, partly cloudy skies, the wind from the southwest at 31 kilometers an hour, humidity is 56%, pressure 99.5 and falling, and it's 9 degrees. Here in Regina, mostly cloudy skies, the wind from the southwest at 9 kilometers an hour, humidity is 65%, pressure 99.7 and falling, and we're sitting at 6 degrees. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. For Jim Smalley, I'm Drew Posty.